a roadie with bands. Yes, that's right. More music on Mostly Superheroes. <laughs> Touring with bands for about 10 years, we got somebody in the studio today that has worked with musicians, and it's a road that leads not where you think. You know, this guy, this is what I call a renaissance man. He's all over the place. He does a lot of different things. Worked with bands such as King of the Hill, which I heard in a podcast that you were on, which I'll reference some of these. Uh, has a connection to Dr. Chevegas locally, yes. I believe. Yeah. Uh, Frank from Dr. Chevegas. Yes. Uh, you worked with them in the early 90s. Shortly after, toured with a number of bands from around the world, including Kenny Loggins, Roxette, which you might recognize She's Got the Look. You all know that one. <laughs> Tony Bennett, Lou Rawls, St. Louis guy. You'll never find. Wrapped up uh, touring with a, a not-so-little band called Little River Band. For over four years, mm -hmm. two thousand, you're right. you're starting at the pageant. Yeah, and what are you doing at the pageant? You're this is when you're 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 working sound. You're working the you're working I'm, the booth. I am the house sound engineer at the pageant. Unbelievable! Yes. Our favorite venue. Can't wait to talk way yeah, more about absolutely. that. Oh boy, uh, you have a beer with our friends over at Four Hands with the Full Life yeah. Cycle Logger. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a great beer. We'll talk more about that. And in just a couple weeks, the countdown is on for you for sure. February 10th and 11th at the Moto Museum. You're hosting the ninth annual, I believe. This is the ninth Cycle Showcase in 11 years. We had a couple years we took a break there. Cycle Showcase St. Louis. This is for lovers of art. Uh, you have a love for art. You went to college for art. You started building motorcycles. You became a member of the Antique Motorcycle Club. You love going to shows and experience shows, so you decided to create one all of your own, and this year is really special because you locked down a venue that you've been working on for a long time. You're going to do an, doing a takeover at the Moto Museum. Yes, sir. Pumped about that. So excited. Heard a lot of great things from some mutual friends of ours about the Mo Moto Museum. Our buddy Ben, shout mm -hmm. out Ben, yep. uh, who made it clear at our last Mostly Superheroes Happy Hour, he is a motorcycle guy. Yes. So maybe we'll feature some fan mail from him. Uh, we have, for the meet today, we're going to talk all about the Cycle Showcase STL. Again, February 10th and 11th. We're counting it down. We'll be shouting out that date the whole episode. Randy has been on the Overtime with Oliver podcast, the Shop Talk podcast, Cycle Source, the Daily Mix, and so many more publications over the years. Fans from around the world, welcome to Mostly Superhero Studio, Mr. Randy Nolge. Hey. What a build-up. Yeah. Intro. My goodness. That's oh, you, man. Minute. Wow. That's all you. And that was just what I, you know, that's one big day of research, you know? like, But, man, you got a lot going on. Randy, welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks for taking the time to come join us here on a weeknight to talk about motorcycles, art, beer, so much more. You are a fun guy. I, I have heard all those podcasts I just shouted out. I've heard you. I've spent a lot of time with you in, in my ears. Uh, okay. You seem like a fun guy, a cool guy. Julie Lally, shout out for sending you our way. Um, you're you're on the countdown load. Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're in crunch time now. Like what today's date is uh, January 24th. So like just just a couple weeks and yeah. the, the big weekend is here. Yes, and it is. We're going to come all the way back around, but you have a few things that you uh, have done. And we actually, I think we're sending a couple people to your showcase. I hope so. Yes, we have two winners. Uh, and this is where, how we like to open up our, our, our show every time is a segment called Fan Mail. Fan Mail. So, yeah, I want to tie in Randy being here to Fan Mail. Yeah, we're giving away tickets to the Cycle Showcase. Congratulations to Jen and David. Yeah. They are 
motorcycle riders. Oh, oh my God. Wait a minute. We're, I don't have that many winners. You got your stack of tickets. All right. I just need two. And I mean, hey, if you if you I'll got them, we our buddy Ben. Yeah. I, he asked me, he goes, listen, I know this is weird, but I'll, I'll ask for a ticket. I said, uh, I'm not going to ask for a ticket unless he has a stack of tickets. Not a problem. I have a stack of tickets. <laughs> Yes. Um, very nice. And um, all right, Jen, David, we're, we're, they're friends of the show. They're excited to come see you. And they're going to give us a full review, too. So we'll share that on the podcast as well. I'd like to hear that. Um, we give away vinyls on this podcast. So I want to remind our listeners and followers that we have a contest on our website at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash contest. You can enter to win a vinyl by the al- by the band Weezer called Blue. This is from you, Scotty Scoop. Yeah. This is a tell us about why you like uh, this album. A personal favorite. Um, I remember buying it uh, when it first came out, <clears throat> and unfortunately, it is now at its thirty year anniversary, and I am really old. But wow. uh, it's what I, I would say one of my favorite albums. Um, well, this is um, something we're doing new this year too. Is if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, we're bring, we can bring in music from Spotify into the podcast episode. What is what's the top song from that album? Oh, everybody knows the sweater song. Is that what it's what, for sure? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the yeah. sweater song. The sweater song uh, is it undone. 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 The sweater song. Everybody knows Buddy Holly. Yes. You know, it's uh, just full of classics, man. Very nice. If you're listening on Spotify, you're going to hear that right now. If you're yeah. if you're not, don't worry about it. It's linked up in the podcast episode. Randy, let's use fan mail as an opportunity to get you to know you a little bit. Sure. You're here in St. Louis. Yes. You're not far from me uh, in terms of neighborhood if you're listening locally. And uh, how, how long have you been in St. Louis? Um, are you life? Are you a lifer or did you well, I transplant? Up, I grew up here until I was uh, 12 and then uh, my mother's occupation took us to Iowa small farming town so I went from a big city to a little small farming town in Iowa and didn't fit in it at all uh, I, <laughs> I can see that the, I was quite the outcast um, uh, as soon as I graduated high school I ran back to St. Louis and moved in with my uncle down here and started college for art I was pursuing art I thought that was what I was going to do and uh, I met some uh, some friends that I that I knew in sixth grade when I left, and I said, "Hey, uh, I'm back in town. What's going on?" He's like, "I I play in a band." I said, "Really?" I said, "I I was I was love that. I said, I'd like to do sound for band." He goes, "Well, you, you want to do sound for us?" And and uh, long story short, um, I quit college three months later <laughs> and was doing sound uh, around town for bands. Uh, high, at the time, there were no DJs. There were no um, jukeboxes, electronic jukeboxes, or anything like that. And every bar had a band, and every band had to carry PA, and every band had to carry lighting, and it had to be set up and tore down. And a bunch of 18 year old kids were playing in bands four or five nights a week, or playing in bars four or five nights a week. Um, that was the culture back in the mid 80s around here in St. Louis. So, um, what uh, was a fantasy turned into uh, a job. I was making forty dollars a night, and I thought I was in high heaven <laughs> in in eighty five. And um, it was the fall of eighty five, and I think I dropped out of college because I just I was I wasn't into it. I wasn't really into school, but I loved art. And uh, um, I guess uh, the roadie path grabbed hold of my of my guts and took me a different direction. I still I still dabble in art a little bit, but. Uh, Still have a deep appreciation for it, obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, uh, I've made my living since '85 uh, now, uh, twisting knobs and pushing faders and 
and uh, loading trucks and <laughs> things like that, rolling thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe a million miles of cable. Uh, yeah, that's been the uh, it's been my bread and butter since '85. Unbelievable, and yeah. uh, the I mean the best industry to work in. And from my perspective, just being in the heart of music, um, you know, like you mentioned, there's a lot of different parts of, of that gig, but uh, you were part of it. And I mean, obviously played a part in uh, your experience to everything that probably goes into the cycle showcase. Yeah, yeah. I, I certainly bring a lot of my knowledge and my experience from live concert production to the show. And that was that was planned from the get go was to. This is not like a Hooters parking lot when I say bike show. This is something uh, I think is pretty special, and, and the bike builders and bike collectors and people that participate have echoed those sentiments. Very nice, and you're going to hear more about that. It's the meet today, the feature. We're going to get into it, and with that, we'll keep it moving to the next segment that we call News and Rumors. News and Rumors. Yeah, what's going on with Randy is really all I care about. I want to know about this beer. How did you, I mean, Four Hands, give it up for Four Hands, and yes. you've got a collaboration with their Full Life beer, mm-hmm. and we're all drinking it right now. I'm drinking Voltron Volume 3. I got my uh, Killer Napkins Four Hands shirt on. You guys got Citywide Pills. How did Full Life and your Cycle Lager come to fruition? Um, Four Hands has been a sponsor since the very first Cycle Showcase in 2011. They came on board. They were a fledgling brewery at the time, and I was a fledgling show, show and uh, and we just uh, happened to know one another, uh, myself and, and some people that were at the, at the ground floor of Four Hands over there. We knew each other, so uh, I said, hey, you know, uh, I work at the pageant. Maybe we'll get the Four Hands in there, and, uh, and, and we'll carry the beer for the weekend while I do Cycle Showcase. By the way, that was the first location of Cycle Showcase uh, in, 20, in 2011 was at uh, uh, Cycle or is that? At the at the pageant. Oh, I'm sorry. Nice. It was yeah. at the pageant for the first yes. time. And I said, and I actually, I just remembered this is the 11th anniversary. It was 2013. So very okay. cool. 2013. Yes, that was it. All right. I don't have my notes here in front of me. I'm no, sorry. it's okay. 2013. <laughs> here we are. 2024. I mean, yeah. obviously, been keeping it going. And yeah. but you guys at Four Hands connected and made it happen. Four Hands connected and uh, actually brought them in for the first cycle showcase uh, in 2013, and they never left. And I think in 2019, uh, the pageant was the largest seller of forehands in in the country. So, oh my gosh! Nice, uh, very cool. I don't want to say that. Uh, yeah, I'll pat myself in the back for you. Oh yeah, I made that connection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will. yeah. Well, you might as well give yourself credit where it's Hell due. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and and they've just they for year year after year they've supported the show, um, and they believe in what I'm doing, which is which is remarkable to have a, a local company grow like that and to grow with with us so yeah they were getting their start in 2012 opening the first location at LaSalle Park and you mentioned I mean this is like breaking news I feel like you said you were comfortable talking about you just had a meeting with four hands you guys got something fun coming up yeah they're uh they're actually doing a can for cycle showcase oh, oh nice, nice. Yeah. oh well, we'll give it up for that yeah I'll get grab one of those it's national on beer show. can day today is it really on the 20 20- yes and four hands is sharing on their socials right now I've, I've shared a couple of them you know all of their legendary cans and labels, right? So you're part of that. Well, that's that's amazing. I don't think that they're posting it yet. We're going to do a a, a re- can reveal party on the night before Cycle Showcase on on uh, February 9th at oh, nice. Delmar Hall in the Loop. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I they came out and they said uh, we're going to do a can for you, um, and 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 we 
believe in what you're doing. That's a, that's a remarkable feeling. Talk about that. You said on February 9th there's a there's a, a release party. Yes. This is the warm up to your event. This is. So a lot of the a lot of the the builders and, and the people participating in the show um, come from out of town and that's the thing. What are we doing on Friday night? We load in Friday, we set the show up on Friday. And uh, what do we do on Friday night? So uh, I kind of searched around and and it seems like Delmar Hall didn't have a show that night and uh, talked to the ownership there and said, "Yeah, we'll have a little party." So wow. we're going to have a yeah, have a little one man awesome. band. We're going to unveil the can. We're going to have all the builders there. We'll have a couple bikes there just to just to set the tone, set the mood. Um, but it just it's free to the public. Come on down, see the new can, uh, meet some builders, meet some of the builders. Uh, it's going to be a great night. I am really glad we met because you're hanging out at all the coolest spots in town. So, the, like every place we're naming with four hands, Delmar, the pageant. These are like our, these are the hits right here. Um, all right, so let's go to our next segment. Keep it moving. We do. We started in TV and film. We'll always pay homage to TV and film and stories. We call it "What You Sharing," but I haven't updated this segment yet. What you watching? <laughs> so it's still what you watching, which again not as inclusive as I'd like it to be. I heard on the some of the podcasts uh, that you were on, uh, Randy, that you uh, you quoted some movies that I think one you said was a joke. You know, like when we talk motorcycles, Easy Rider, of course, you know, comes up Wild Hogs. <laughs> yes, uh, you said those were a couple of jokes, you, but you mentioned like some more seriously. The fastest Indian, two thousand five, world's fastest Indian with uh, Anthony Hopkins. With Anthony Hopkins is a fantastic movie. Yes. And then the original Mad Max, of course. And you had a bike from Mad Max, I, I think, at a show. I did twenty twenty two. It was. Um, I had the cop bike from Mad Max. So, wow! And now we got Mad cool. Mad Max is still very relevant. Furiosa is coming out. They're yeah, still making stuff. Those are so fun. You remember the uh, the guy in Mad Max, the crazy guy that playing the flaming guitar? Yes. Mm. Um, that scene is Mad Max, uh, uh, the latest Fury Road. Fury, Fury Road, Road yes. yeah, on the front of the, the just, big just shredding. Yeah, there's yes. a guy up on the East Coast that made that guitar, and he uh, he does he he. It's called the Reanimator. I think is his title on Instagram or something like that. I follow him, and I keep trying to get that guy to showcase and bring some of his art down here. We're, one day we're gonna do that. Ooh, I, I, I'm we're good at that kind it. of stuff. Let we're me help. Gonna, like right. I'll, I'll follow him. <laughs> right. We'll DM him until he <laughs> right. can't ignore us anymore. Right. <laughs> it might be a little late this year, but 20 what is this 2025? We'll uh, we're gonna work on him. That's I great. He, he's doing uh, he's doing some crazy motorcycle related art stuff, so it fits right in. Very Love cool. Love his stuff. He's got great stuff. Very cool. Me and Randy are hogging up the mics. Let's let uh, Mr. Giggler talk. What uh, what you got for what you watching this week? You got something? All right. I'm going to do some quick hits because I've been at Alamo it's... Draft House using my monthly pass a lot lately. Plug in that. So, nice. Yes, yes. It's a great investment. What's, what do you get for that? I, I unlimited movies for, I think it's 20 or 30 a month. I think it recently went up to 30, but I'm, I'm locked in at 20. for. That, that's how you know Andy's doing well. It's 20 right. or 30 a month. Yeah, he doesn't even no, know. It, it, it's 30 if you sign up now, I'm pretty sure. So, um, what, what have you been seeing? Uh, I saw Wonka uh, last month. That was amazing. Honestly, tugged at the heartstrings, brought me right back to childhood. That was one of my top five most watched movies back in the day. Like that was, I would recommend that to anyone. It's, it's a little bit more musically than I expected, mm-hmm. uh, but... It, it made up for it. Timothy Chamilly is is uh is a pretty good Wonka. Honestly, I, I'm 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 pumped for if they if they do a sequel in that. Uh, I saw Iron Claw recently as well. Oh man, one of the most depressing movies I've ever seen in my yeah, life. I've heard as wrestling uh, goes, but man, I love Zach Efron was amazing. I can't believe that that 
this isn't getting more attention as like nominations as as recently I found out it didn't get get any. Um, I think it, it's got to be too early for that to get. Yeah, a, yeah. So it's just a nomination. It's for it just came out like just a, that were just couple weeks ago the other day. But yeah, oh, okay. I agree. It was it was depressing as as hell. But damn, it was a good. It was a, <laughs> yeah. I hear good, good movie. real good things about that. Um, and then also the Beekeeper. This one, mm. oh no, Jason Statham. <laughs> I'm I'm all here for Jason Statham now. I'm not. I wasn't. I I wasn't all in for his movies in the past. Like I would not maybe maybe catch him on DVD, but. I'm here for the th- I'm here for the theaters, now. man. The transporter. I'm classic. here for the theaters now, man. He is uh, f scammers. That's all I have to say. That's what the premise of the movie was. If you haven't seen the trailers, is that uh-uh. someone that he loves or someone that he cares for gets scammed, um, and bad things happen, and he he gets revenge. We'll just call it that. Wow. I mean, a lot of rapid fire. Well done. I mean, what do yeah. you get? What do you rate Beekeeper? Uh, Beekeeper. Oh shoot. Let me go. I got a spreadsheet this year. I, I'm staying organized, baby. All right. You, we'll come back to you, Scotty. What are you watching? <laughs> Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, um, it, it's a, a yearly thing, uh, at least once a year, El Monstero. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What a you show. Know? Man, yes. so good. I wonder if they're on Spotify. Those guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know about that. <laughs> I guess you just got to get into Pink Floyd. We could play yeah. Pink Floyd, El yeah. Monstero. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's, it seems like a local thing, but they're huge. Yes. Oh, man. It's, you loved it. I loved it. Every, every year. Christmas time, they do a week long show. You know, uh, shoot ten shows, maybe. That's a lot. I think they're up to like nine or ten. Seven, Randy Seven? saying. Randy, okay. I mean, yeah, who, we're at, we're asking. Yeah. We're, we're, as, we got Mister Pageant here. <laughs> yeah, this is. I mean, we're gonna have to try to get more into the pageant with Randy for All sure. Right. Like with the, the behind the scenes stuff. Um, we we love it, but anyway, uh, for a monstero good for one. the for the first time, I was I was down on the floor. Usually, I get seats. Um, down there the whole time and i think this is the first time the the stage rose up like um, we've done that in the past i don't know that i've ever um, seen them do that yeah we've done that in the past i mean um, it's such a production you've been part of this randy yeah. right like i mean that kind of led into cycle showcase in a weird please way. make yes. the connection um in 2000 they did the first show at the pageant and they came in about three thirty four in the afternoon and loaded in Day of show, and uh, about six thirty, we'd sound checked them, and about six thirty, somebody was trying to wheel a trampoline in the side door, <laughs> and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "What are you doing? You can't. What are you bringing a trampoline?" They go, I don't, if, "I don't know if you're familiar with the Pink Floyd set, stage set, but there was this round circle that had a white scrim on it, and they used to shine light on it, and it create these patterns, and it's kind of psychedelic stuff before all the video." took place this was in the mid 90s early 90s and they said well, yeah, we're going to bring in this this trampoline we're going to stretch a sheet across it and we're going to shine lights on it i said it's 6 30 we're opening doors you're not bringing in no damn trampoline <laughs> and uh um long story short we did the show the trampoline didn't go up the first year um we did the show that night and they sounded great and uh after the show i and this was before the tribute thing really got a grip on venues and, and and became a real viable thing but i said uh i went to kevin who was the kind of the ringleader at the time and i said hey if you're uh if you're doing this again like call me in october and uh and we'll, you know we'll, we'll build a stage or we'll do we'll do we'll hang up your trampoline and we'll stretch stuff on it whatever i forgot all about it and uh Come along in October next year. I get the call from Kevin. He said, "Hey, let's uh, let's let's do something special." So we did the trampoline that year, and uh, and I kind of became their stage designer, their stage guy, manager, what have you. Um, 
And uh, every couple of years, uh, I got to be honest with you, I was never a big Pink Floyd fan. So <laughs> I, 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 I enjoy the process of doing the shows and putting on the shows. And the music's great. It's, uh, you know, but I, I was never running out to, to get Dark Side of the Moon or anything like that. I'd heard enough on Casey. Um, <laughs> had your fill. I'd had my fill. And uh, <laughs> I was more of a hard rock guy. That was more my thing. Um, but I, I, but I was certainly aware of it. You couldn't not be aware of Pink Floyd and, and, and their impact. And uh, quite frankly, I was just kind of bored with the show. And I said, hey, how about we do like confetti cannons? Oh, that and, was you. And, <laughs> and they fought me. Oh no! They said, "They said, no, we're not Van Halen. We're not doing that." So I said, "Just trust me. Put some, we'll make some dollar bills up that look like Pink Floyd money. We'll put them in these cannons, and when you do the song Money, we'll shoot them off. It'll be yeah. great." And uh, so we, I talked about it. We did it that first year, and uh, and the crowd. I remember hearing the crowd gasp, <gasps> and I don't know if they were really. Under the influence, and it really <laughs> shocked them, or what? But it, it worked, and and then as as the years progressed, the, the show kept getting bigger and bigger. And uh, I remember one year Rob Zombie played in like October, and uh, and Rob Zombie had this great stage with uh, dancing poles and girls and lots of pyrotechnic, and uh, I was like, hey guys. That's where it came from. Out. <laughs> I mean, if you've been to an El Monstero show, like, oh, this is like the best. Yes. This yes. is the behind the scenes. I was like, uh, uh, how about we this year? And by, by this time, the show had gotten, we had confetti blowers and cannons and uh, all kinds of stuff, lights everywhere and video. And uh, every year we kept making it bigger and bigger. And I said, uh, hear me out. Girls and fire. It sells everything, <laughs> and, and uh, we brought on. Uh, I, I made some some poles, some dancing poles uh, out of some steel that I had uh, accumulated, and uh, um, yeah, we got a pyrotechnic company, a local pyrotechnic company, and we started doing that. And and uh, of course, you can't go back after that. And oh, every year, getting, it's and every year, it escalates. I'll say, escalates I'm gonna have to. I have a video from the confetti drop in. I guess last year, I have to like drop it in and post it. You, you, you I, were I just post, there. Yeah, I posted one uh, on on my TikTok. You could probably I'll steal the, it. The close Good. of the show with the the sparks coming down and the sparks. confetti going off and the and the fire in the background and right. Well, this yeah. is this is amazing, and this is our this is our what you share in segment. So this is this is this is exactly what it's for. I want to get right to any okay. question about the pageant that like you don't get asked all the time or that like basically just jump to what's your your the the favorite story from the pageant you like to share i don't know if that's a crazy experience with a band i don't know if it's a uh, i don't know if it's a top band that you've met you know i i kind of want to gravitate to where you are gravitating to right now okay uh uh top band i've met um or yeah just a show that you saw a show it, you know Man. i've seen the foo fighters the green day i took my daughter to see green day at the pageant it was the first her first concert that was that was fantastic wow um um yeah uh 23 years now i've seen a lot of stuff that's yeah. a that's a lot of shows. That's a lot. We figured it out the other day. I walked. We were walking across. I was walking across the uh, backstage wall during a show, and somebody said, "How many times do you think you walked across this backstage forty foot span?" And I figured it out, and it was uh, it's forty foot. And I said, "If I conservatively walked four times across the stage a day, a night, um, 
and I had to, we do 165 shows and it's been 20, about 165 shows a year. And it's been 23 years. Uh, we figured it out and I had walked from here to Columbia, Missouri, across the back of the stage <laughs> like a couple hundred miles like yes it's like 100 110 yeah. miles or 100 something something yeah, like that 120 miles something like that, that. yeah just well, a, a lifetime of music yeah hopefully i'm sure it's like you know it's your job too so you get the, like the i mean 24 years you've seen it all you've seen the you know when yeah. the headaches are happening but you know when things are going smooth i, I can spot them from pretty far away now when it's gonna be a be a problem well i mean you got shows almost you know every day like multiple days a week at least we you, do 165 a year so. and you're doing that many how how often i mean you're working the whole year ahead i mean you essentially where you're counting down like you know i'm talking to a, a band that's coming months before they come in so that you don't have a el monstero production situation where sure. people are dragging in trampolines at the last minute no. <laughs> <laughs> no. we uh we, we start working usually about three months out on these shows very cool uh, just start working on production and sorting that out. What the band needs, what they require to put on their show that they're they want to provide for the audience. So we're about yeah we're about three months out for for uh, advancing shows and stuff like that. So all right, well I'm I, I could talk about the pageant all night. I think it's time yeah. to get into the meat. You ready to talk about some motorcycles and some art? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. You've heard others. But nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Here, Imran. So if you offend everyone at once, it all it's a wash. I've covered everybody. Anthony. Sorry, I was texting. Say that again. And Rug Boy. Yeah, whenever there's a snowstorm, my slack hole tightens up. As they talk over one another. Just exactly uh, the same as the fucking Terminator. We're talking over each other. It's fine. Sorry. Swear. I had boobies. And ask you for money. Just give us the money. Witness the hubris as they claim to be the world's authority on comic book movies. Who's that? Never said that. You've never said that. Who cares? A jock said that. Comic book, TV, movie, reviews, news, and whatever they choose. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. It can't be silly, goofy fun. Seriously, people really listen to this. Jock uh, and Nerd! The Meat. Well, the Cycle Showcase STL takes over the Moto Museum February 10th and 11th, 2024. St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, we have... St. Louis Showcase STL is thrilled to announce a new venue to celebrate over a decade of art and inspiration with a two-day event featuring rare and custom bikes from all over the world. Everyone from racers and long distance to touring riders to historical restoration buffs, hand-built motorcycle designers, and motorcycle-inspired artists will be represented. The all-ages event takes place Saturday, February 10th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Sunday, February 11th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Moto Museum, located at 3408 Locust Street in Midtown St. Louis. Cost to attend, the showcase is $12.50 for adults, gives you a wristband for both days. Children ages 12 and under are free with a paid adult, and tickets are only sold at the door. Is that still right? That's still right. There you go. So, With the exception of... Kids 15 and under are free, not just 12 and under. We'll oh, go nice. up to 15. If 15 and under, this is good. If you don't have a driver's license, you come in for free. There you go. You're so, getting in for free. This yeah. is Saturday and With Sunday. With an adult. And you have a lot of things going on at this event. Yeah. I've heard about multiple aspects. First of all, you have um, motorcycle p- 
pieces and art from all over, as mm-hmm. we read in the release. And you also started doing reveals, I think, that became kind of popular. It's, what, become, it's become quite the thing. What's going on this year? What, give us a little bit of a tidbit. <coughs> Talk about, again, you know, this is uh, year 13 for you. Yeah. Um, how's this year feel? Uh, you know, it's obviously a little bit different being at the Moto Museum, where before you mentioned it was at the pageant, and I also know at the city foundry. It's been, a, uh, yeah, this is the fifth venue, I think, that I've been in. Uh, over the years, um, I've done it at the pageant a few times, um, but this is uh, this is one that uh, I'm really excited about. I've I've wanted to be in the city museum for a number of years, but it was never big enough. And uh, during COVID, um, the dealership moved. There was a dealer, there's a Ducati dealership there. They've moved to the other end of the of the complex of the of the building, and opened up a lot more foot uh, floor space. They've expanded the museum. The museum is now huge. And uh, we've got enough uh, floor space to, to put on the show that, uh, that I'm uh, accustomed to, to creating. Which uh, involves, you know, you talk about the space and the, like the numbers. The showcase event will feature 50-plus historically significant handcrafted works of two-wheeled art. Museums and private collections from across the country will come together to display a wide range of motorcycles with an emphasis on the beauty in both design and engineering. 50-plus Bikes. Yes. I mean, and is it all bikes, or do you end up having some different kinds of pieces in there? Well, um, there's some bikes, two-wheel bikes. There's some three-wheel uh, machines. We'll say that. I've got some surprises. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's nothing with four wheels there. Um, I was a bike builder for years, and uh, and uh, before I before I got into to doing the show, and I realized that there wasn't a show in St. Louis that really um, captured. Uh, what I was kind of feeling, what some of my friends were. We would go to vintage bike night one night, then we would go to the European bike night one night, and then the next night we'd go to to the dirty chopper bar downtown, and we hang out with the chopper guys, and and it seemed like a, we everybody kind of gravitated to everything. There was no, I like this and that sucks or whatever. There was none of that. So I said, why don't we do? Why don't I do a show like this? And. Um, I th- there's not a St. Louis is so geographically centrally located that uh, it's like why doesn't St. Louis have a really cool bike show like uh, Chicago has or or some of the other sounds uh, towns so um, so I started doing it uh, like I said the first time in in 20, uh, 2013 and uh, that was it diversity is what I was trying to celebrate European bikes Japanese bikes uh, racing bikes uh, vintage restorations. A lot of custom stuff because I love custom custom bikes too, um, and and the the audience really seems to gravitate towards those those pieces as well. But on on top of all the bikes, then uh, I started including artists who work kind of in the moto realm, if you will, um, artists, and then that led to craftspeople who are doing things like leather makers or leather smiths, I should say, um, um, metal um, metal workers who. I do motorcycle parts or jewelry or both or um, I've had uh, I've had um, uh, a, a lady that does pottery and she uses motorcycle parts to imprint upon the the, the pottery and make patterns and designs and it's it's pretty cool so amazing as, lo- as long as it's kind of in the moto realm I try to include it art it's all art to me so um, I took great inspiration from a show that was in uh, New York at the Guggenheim called the uh, the Art of the Motorcycle, and that was uh, that was in uh, the late '90s, '98, I believe it was, and uh, I never got to see it. 
but uh, I've seen the book and I've seen some pictures of it. And I said, man, if I was ever to do a show, that's kind of what I would copy. And what's the name of that show again? That was The Art of the Motorcycle. There you go. That's your inspiration. Yeah. I assume they're still doing their show. They're not. They're it not. Was, it was a one-year thing. It's a one-year. Oh, oh, wow. So you're lucky you got to see it. I didn't get or to you, see it. Or that you got to yeah. know about it. I got it. to know about it. And uh, I've there's a, a coffee table book that I've, I've looked at uh, voraciously. Um, <laughs> um, Found like and, a real gym. Yeah. And uh, and it was, uh, at the time, this was like the ni- late 90s, and uh, this uh, happened in New York at the Guggenheim, and it broke all attendance records um and the art purists there was, there was this big uh uh hullabaloo the art purists are like what are these dirty greasy motorcycles doing in uh, art gallery and then and then there's the other side that's like this is encapsulates every piece of art this is sculpture this is painting this is uh design this is uh you know um all the things that you kind of you know look for uh in an art gallery i guess so um that was that. That was the inspiration for doing it, and that's kind of what I copied. I won't, I won't say I copied it, but uh, that was the. Uh, I'd say that's the ran inspiration it. for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I had an it. idea, yeah. and you ran with it. Yeah, I've I've said I never and you filled a void that you know in the city. Yeah, I mean, if you look around St. Louis, um, there are there's like eight cities of a million people within a six seven hour drive of here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Indianapolis and Chicago and Milwaukee and Kansas City yeah. and Memphis, and Nashville, and Nashville, Kansas yeah. City, yeah. And you go around Oklahoma, like, yeah. There's all why kinds. Why is it? Why? Why are we not? Why don't we have something really cool and huge here that we can we can attract people from all over the country? Well, kudos to you, and I want to make sure that we get this detail in there too, and then we'll kind of nerd out about what people can expect about the experience. Sure. You have the smooches for pooches. <laughs> Doggy kissing booth is back. Right. Uh, pucker up for the pups and help raise money for. Dirk's Fund, a nonprofit large breed dog rescue facility located in Pacific, Missouri. Tell us about this. Okay, this this came about. Um, uh, one, one of my coworkers at the pageant works for uh, Dirk's Fund as a as a as a volunteer there, and they're a large breed thing. And, and I wanted to include her and include some kind of charity in this. And there's all kinds of charities you go down the rabbit hole with, um, but who doesn't love puppies? So. Uh, we said, let's do a kissing booth for puppies. And what I really like about it, aside from bringing awareness to the charity and then helping support that, is that it sets the tone for the show. If when you tell somebody, you know, we're going to go see this motorcycle show, and you walk in and the first thing you see is a kissing booth with puppies <laughs> uh, right there, it kind of sets the tone for the day of what uh, what kind of show. This isn't like uh, any other motorcycle show you've ever been to. This is a very casual inviting warm uh i would say educational but uh inspiring uh environment yeah i've heard you talk that's really great about you know we'll give it up for the for the smooches for pooches i mean absolutely and it's for charity love it um you talked a lot about oh go ahead i'm sorry i was, I was just going to throw in there we're adding a, a, a second uh uh animal a dog charity the uh, great pyrenees rescue here since uh I guess uh, some of the dogs are getting worn out and spending eight hours there getting kissed, as awful as that would be. <laughs> uh, so we're going to split the day up, and and Dirk's Fun is going to do half the day and uh, on Saturday, and the Great Pyrenees is going to do half the day, uh, the, the rest of the day on Saturday, and then Sunday we'll split it up too. So there'll be two two dog, great dog charities there. Nice. Oh gosh, you're Share, you're really tapping into the dog charity. <laughs> like you're gonna have musical chairs eventually I'm, at the, the I'm, next year. You know, if that, if that's fine. If the, as long as it keeps progressing like this, that's fine. 
Very cool. Um, all right. And all right, you've talked about the experience that this is unlike any show that you've been to. And I think your production experience has led to, you know what it means to enter a venue or a place for a specific amount set of time and what it means to create that experience. Sure. Help us out. We're walking in the door and we're going to be there. What what are people going to feel like? What is um, this? Well, you know, I've, I've been doing sound and lighting for a long time. Um, so that was one of the first things I gravitate towards is uh, uh, setting the mood, setting the environment. So we've got the, the place. I fill it up with lighting and uh, each of the bike each of the bikes are, are well lit, um, um, like a gallery, as you would in an art gallery. But there's also a lot of lighting that just creates a mood and creates an atmosphere. And about every 10 minutes or so, we'll change the whole color of the room or the vibe of the room or something like that and change all the spotlights around and they'll all move around. It's a lot of fun. Builders nice. dig it. Um, nobody else is doing it that I'm aware of. Um, and it just... Uh, it, it changes the mood and the vibe in the room. And of course I've got music playing a great playlist. Um, can't go without music. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's just a fun place to hang out to, uh, to, to just soak up eye candy and, and be inspired. Hell yeah, man. You got me like chomping at the bit now. Like this is my kind of stuff, like weird, fun, beautiful art and yeah. something that's like niche, but now becomes you know, we'll let's get into it. Our motorcycle experience is little to none. Yes. Us texting today was like hilarious. I was just gonna show you <laughs> our text messages. Like literally, like this is Andy. This is Andy. Uh his uh big experience. That's Captain America's motorcycle. That's Captain yes. America's motorcycle. Chris he, Evans' butt was on that, right where mine was. <laughs> uh we had this is Scott and Scott, yeah, that was uh, a motorcycle my dad had. Yeah. Uh yeah. That was uh Dad had a sporty. Yeah. All right, all right. And then we got uh this is Andy's bike at home. <laughs> this yes. is a Peloton. It's an electric. It's he's, an he's been rewatching Marvel movies while he rides it. That's an expensive hog, that one. Yeah. That is. You are right. Uh, we got. This is my dad. Uh, another. He's he's a rider. Hey. Uh, part of the Patriot Guard. Yeah. You know Patriot Guard. I do. You probably you maybe get some of them at your show. I hope um, so. This is me in a sidecar <laughs> with a friend of mine. This is like 10 years ago. Kind of looks like the Batmobile. That's a, a little bit. Kind of. That's a like Russian a, Ural. Um, I, I, I rode. I did ride. Who's this? That's my dad's. Oh, I didn't see this one. That, that, you can tell by the bald head on the left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that looks good. Polishing chrome. Polishing yeah, I've chrome. never seen him ride it. Oh, though. here we go. I don't think he I got my motorcycle license on this 150cc moped. Yes. What right. it? It looks oh, like 250. Yeah, it yeah. is 250. Yeah, yeah. Don't sell yourself credit. short, That's man. Right. I yeah. forgot how fast it was. Yeah. Thanks for speaking <laughs> thanks of wild for, hogs. Thanks for <laughs> that. And can't forget about the 50cc uh, either. I had this guy for, I wrote this to college for two years. Yeah. So. There you go. So, like, that's the experience you're dealing with, but that's I've, perfect. It sounds like it's for everybody. It it's really for everybody. It absolutely is. And each bike sits on a riser or a platform, uh, like a little stage. And underneath each bike, I put a piece of paper down, and I have artists come in with really nice handwriting, like an architect's handwriting. How they how they have that great handwriting, and she writes on the paper what makes each bike special, what makes it unique why it was included in the show, where it's from, the details about the bike. So anybody can walk in and not feel alienated. Anybody can walk in and feel comfortable and not feel dumb or I don't know what I'm seeing or I don't know what I'm looking at. Um, you may not get the whole story, but we'll give you a, a good grip of, of why it was included in the show and what makes it special and what makes it unique. And people really love the uh, comfort of that. That's amazing because I that the you know it, anybody can be there, 
the non-biker, I'm telling you what your brain goes to is like my brain goes to I picture myself walking into a biker bar and then the music stops yeah, and the, the record and it's, scratch, and it's yeah. like the Sons of Anarchy, right, you know, right. Hell's Angels, and, you know, <laughs> right? And they look and I'm like, oh no, they know, they know. They'll, all, the they'll all be place. there. <laughs> they'll all be there. Don't, Good. Don't worry. That's cool. And and, and they they might even bring their grandmother to this. Oh, because, nice. Uh, because it is that kind of show. All right. Obviously, you know. All right. So we, we're sending some people there. Jen and David, congrats again for going. Do you, you have enough tickets where we could maybe give away two more to someone that's listening to this? I think we could do that. You think might be able to, if if we get like a winner, we got some submissions. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go to this and you're like, man, I'm, I'm February 10th and 11th, I could make this happen. Go ahead and enter at mostlysuperheroes.com. Just send us a note, reference this episode. We might be able to hook you up. Um, and you also have surprises in store for this year. Obviously, there's surprises for a reason. Can you give us teases? Um, Can you tease out something without spoiling? Because I, I hate spoilers, by the way. <laughs> um, surprises. Well, I, I tell you what. Uh, speaking of surprises, this is kind of a un, this is, we call these unveilings. In 2022, I started doing unveilings, and uh, like I said, I'd built bikes before, and I'd spent, you know, I'd spent six months of my life and thousands and thousands of dollars building this motorcycle to. To, to enter it into a, a show I was invited to in X city somewhere halfway across the country. And I'd spent, you know, all this money and all this time. And I hadn't slept for the week prior to the show because I was trying to get it finished. And then I loaded it up in the truck and, and prayed that it didn't, uh, didn't uh, fall over on the way there, what have you. And then pushed into the show all excited and, and exhausted and, and the show promoter's like, yeah, yeah uh, just put it in the corner over there. That'll be great. And it was so anticlimactic. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay, okay. And I was like, you know, if I if I had a show, I'd do it differently. You know, <laughs> so I was like, wait, I do have a show. I do, I do have a show. So I, um, in 2022, I started doing this, and uh, we uh, we bring the. Uh, we bring all the bikes in, we put them on the risers, and then the ones that have not been seen before in public, are we're calling them unveilings, we cover them with a sheet. Uh, simple. Um, the show opens Saturday at 11, and about 11.30, I'll start going around the room and with a microphone, and I'll talk about, hey, everybody, meet Bob Smith. Bob has uh, created this bike here, and we're going to unveil and tell us a little bit about it. And Bob will say, well, this was my grandfather's bike, and he had this new when he was a kid, and and I spent uh, seven years restoring it. Every last nut and bolt is from 1934, and, and something like this. You know, something like I'm that. intrigued by this hypothetical yes. story. And so, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, we'll get a little backstory on the bike, and then I say, you know, everybody give me a little drum roll, and they pat on their chest or something like that. And, yeah. Uh, and all the lights in the room, they come because they're on them. Because what of what I, it's what I do. We bring yes. all the lights down on this, and we pull the sheet off of it, and the crowd cheers, and it's fantastic. And builders are like, "Yes, this is this this is, feels great. This feels worth it." That's the moment. Yeah, that's, that's the, the payoff moment. for the yes. creator. It's the payoff for the audience yes. member. You don't have to wait for people to wander by. Right. He's like, "Hey, all yeah. eyes right here. All eyes right here." And. Uh, uh, Last year we had a, a couple of builders that did a, a bikes that were building bikes for customers, and they managed to keep the bike hidden from them for the last six weeks, eight weeks, or three months, what have you, of the build, and uh, and they had the customer come to the show, 
And I had this uh, 60-plus-year-old gentleman uh, come up on stage with the builder and myself, and we talked a little bit about it. We pulled the sheet off, and he cried. And it was like, mm. wow, that's, yeah, that's what it's that's, about. That's fantastic. You yeah. created that moment yeah. for right. that, you know? That's, right. that's huge. Right. And it's, uh, you know, um, it's it, it, we started doing it in 2022, and we did eight unveilings that year. 2023, uh, I had 21 unveilings. Right now, of the 50 bikes, I've got 34 unveilings. Damn. Coming Man. So this is really, really taking off. All right, yeah, we've talked. I mean, if you're not sold, like, what are you listening to? This is uh, this is gonna be so great. Um, what has kept people coming back? You know, go ahead, take um, your drink too. Oh yeah, take your drink. Uh, cheers, 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 guys. Thanks, yeah. Four hands. Thank you, Four Hands. Right. Yes. Good times brought to you by Four Hands, as per usual. I mean, unofficially. Yeah. Kevin, let's talk. <laughs> yeah, like um, I like to hear the you. Um, you've been doing this, and you're yeah. looking forward to it. It's a new venue, but you know those special things. You know, yeah. like what is it that keeps people coming back? Any pro tips? people going um well uh, the, the unveilings are really uh, like i said are really taking off and become really popular um I, I never repeat the same bike twice um the 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 venue has changed enough over the years that people want to see what's new and what's different i can't be more excited about this venue i can keep keep going back to that this this moto museum is the perfect backdrop and i don't know if i ever want to leave yeah um hopefully i can keep uh keep doing it in this venue for for years to come but I'm super excited this year to be in this venue. This is the venue. The venue itself um, is already loaded with 80 motorcycles um, built into the walls and hanging from the ceiling and everywhere. And it's just, it's just eye candy everywhere. Yeah, talk about the perfect venue. Yeah, right. Like, right. like the extras are like part of the scenery. Right. Like right. you're getting two in one here, exactly. no doubt. Exactly. Um, Cycle Showcase STL is where dot com. Is where people should go, right? Yeah, is that, you, that that's you can go there? Um, I'm I'm real heavy on Instagram. Yep, um, and we got your Instagram pulled up here too. You're a ta- you're at at cycle dot showcase. That's it, right? That's it. Uh, huge on Instagram. I mean, I I really like this is a great photo opportunity. That you can take great video footage. I, I assume yes. you guys encourage that type Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. Bring ta- your cameras. Bring your video cameras. Bring uh, yeah. We need to get you a hashtag going for the day or something. You know, we could do like a hashtag cycle showcase. I feel like that that does it. I'm. I'm calling, making the phone call in the morning. There you go. Hashtag Cycle Showcase. What, yes. If you guys are going or if you're in town that day and you drive by, tag uh, Cycle.Showcase on Instagram and ch- tag the Moto Museum on Instagram too. Um, the Moto Museum is the Thank Moto you. Museum. Yes. Andy, questions, thoughts? What do we got? Give me just just one little tidbit of a of, of a spoiler or maybe a little little pop culture bike that might be there oh. that might, maybe one of our, our our listeners might enjoy pop something like similar bike. to like the mm. not pop culture but you know movies anything like that similar to like the Mad Max that you mentioned Ooh, a couple I don't years have a ago Mad Max bike I don't have a movie bike this year hmm. well, that's that's already a, a tidbit right <laughs> we know well, what yeah, we don't we, have yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> chipping away uh, chipping but, away yeah, yeah. um you can mole on it too. Yeah. Well, um, you got Scotty. You got- uh, what kind of uh, you guys? I, I'd imagine there's got to be some merch or some yeah. some stuff for sale. You know, pieces of art. Um, can you walk in and be like, you know what? I want that. Um, well, you know, aside from the stuff that's that's for sale, I've I've I, we do have cycles or case merch. Everybody can can wear their their favorite uh, show on a shirt. Um. But I, I also include artists and craftspeople who will have stuff for sale there too. Um, That's great. So it's, yeah, it's it's not just about the showcases. 
um, we try to promote all of the arts and and uh, you know I can't invite everybody but I try to f- I try to find people that are involved in the motorcycle scene or connected sure. to the motorcycle scene or do some moto centric type of art so I, and, I, I, and I hate to put you on the spot. Can yeah. you name some of any people, any creators? Um, yeah, or? a guy, uh, Big Dave Kanoi. Um, he's from he's from west of St. Louis area. He's a painter. Um, I've I've been watching his stuff for a while, and he brought some stuff down to the Lake of the Ozarks last year, and it just blew my mind. And I was like, you got to come back to St. Louis, and you got to do it in the in the in the big town and the big show. And uh, he's coming this year. Um, got a guy out of Florida, Jerry. Um, it's 816 i forget what his handle is but uh he sent out like 20 sissy bars just bare metal sissy bars to 20 different artists and said create whatever you want and send it back to me and they did and uh and now he's got this collection of sissy bar art we did this again we did this a couple years ago and it was it, it was really popular so i said let's do this again whenever you get a new batch and he's done this again he's had another Another batch of sissy bars. This won't be the same ones that you saw before. Um, it's just kind of different people's take on 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 the on the uh, the medium that they have to work with. So that's that's kind of interesting. Um, let's see. Richie Phillips is a local guy. He's a leathersmith, and he's been building motorcycle seats for uh, the the. Uh, top premier penultimate bikes, uh, show bikes, restoration stuff. His work is unmatched. It's just so unbelievable. He's going to be there with his with his leather booth, and he'll be hand tooling some stuff, doing some. He doesn't only just do motorcycle stuff. He does coats and gloves and belts and whatever. You know, if it's made of leather, he does it. Um, let's see. Uh, I've got a, a a young lady who was on uh, Forged in Fire. Oh my gosh! Yeah, she was, nice. She's, All she's, right, she makes knives and this, things. This is a small world. I had a friend on Forged and Fire. Oh, and he won. Oh, wow! His name's I, John Wigger. I did not know she, that. She didn't win. All right, but <laughs> she was on the show. And her yeah. name, uh, just it just blanked out on me. That's okay. Uh, she was on Kim Forged. Stahl. Kim Stolf yes. was on Forged and yeah. Fire. She's gonna have her knives. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the real deal show. Yeah. And you're on that show. You're making stuff. Right. So, um, uh, all right, Randy, cycle know, showcase. There's all kinds of stuff. And, and, and everything. And the bikes, you know, if you if you got a wallet big enough, you can maybe leave with a bike. How's like in terms like really? Like yeah, you buy I mean, buy a bike? I mean things for, there's you know, we're all reasonable humans. If you've got <laughs> enough money, you throw it on the table. <laughs> At some point you gotta say yes. They, Keep throwing money out. There. Right. I mean, who knows? You say nothing's for sale until it's for sale. <laughs> nothing's for sale until it's for sale. That's right. Really excited this year that the uh one of the participants, one of the 50 bike builders coming in this year uh, is a guy named Ko Sakaguchi, and he was crowned the King of Sturgis this last year uh, with his incredible bike build that he brought over from Japan. And uh, as you can imagine, uh, he took this bike around to all the shows that, that happened throughout the week, uh, the Sturgis Week and the Sturgis Bike Rally, and he won Best of Show in practically every show, uh, if not every show. I don't, I don't know the exact number, but uh, at the end of the week, they gather all the bike builders from all the shows that had won all the shows, all together on one stage on the Broken Chip or the the Buffalo Chip uh, stage, and they crown a King of Sturgis. And there's these big burly, hairy biker guys up there, and then. Uh, this diminutive uh, uh, Japanese fellow uh, is is awarded the crown, and it was so it was so cool. Nice. Um, but his his work is just 
unbelievable. It's a, there's a different, there's a different work culture in Japan. Um, and it shows in this, in his bikes. And I was very fortunate this year to bring the very first Japanese, uh, contributor to the bike show, the bike portion and a Japanese artist is coming over. Uh, from Japan, from Japan, from Japan, and displaying his his uh, motorcycle art. His uh, he paints helmets and gas tanks, and they're not for sale. They don't go on bikes. It just happens to be the the medium that he paints on or creates on. It's sculpture, it's paint, and he does all kinds of wild things. Um, since I announced that he was coming, um, my my Instagram feed is blown up with American. Uh, painters and artists that are like, is he really coming? Is he is he really going to be there? Mm. Unbelievable. Um, so super excited to have both of these guys. It just so happened they both happen to be from Japan, and, and they didn't even know each other, but they're both coming over this year for the show. So well, kudos on you on that reach that's and that a, level of commitment and yeah. level of talent coming to your show. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm blessed. Tell us about the hotel situation if people are coming to town. Okay. Um Today is Wednesday. They have until Friday to get the special cycle showcase rate. Um, if you call the Angod Hotel, I, I don't have the address. Hopefully we can throw it up uh, somewhere on the site here. The Angod Hotel. The Angod Hotel is only a block away from the Moto Museum, so it's super close. Um, but if you today is Wednesday, if you call them by Friday uh, and mention... You have to call them during business hours and mention Cycle Showcase. You get a special Cycle, cycle Showcase rate on the rooms. Yeah, they're Angod Arts Hotel. They're at 3550 Samuel Shepard Drive in St. Louis. Does that sound right? That is right. And, uh, yeah, they're at 314-561-0033. I don't know if we'll get this out in time to get the Cycle Showcase discount. I would say if you're hearing this message and you're calling to book your hotel, the Angod Arts Hotel is where the majority of people from this event would be staying so even if you don't get the discount you should try to book it and i would say with this being st louis mention it anyway and give it a shot give it a shot because if they're underbooked they might still help you out so angot hearts hotel an amazing beautiful hotel you've been which is a perfect yes i've been there through uh, some events with the local ag club yes. that i was worked with for a few years and this is a perfect pairing with your event because Absolutely. it's super artsy and very cool and it's very all. and you know it's like a boutique feeling it is and i feel like that's kind of where you're at absolutely Absolutely. Kudos it's, on that partnership. Yes, that's great. There, I'm, I'm. They've been uh, our host hotel for a few years. I'm, I'm tickled to bring outside or out of towners in and and to sh- and to share that hotel with them. Well, and I have to ask, plug your sponsors for your event. Okay. Well, we'd like to thank Dugatti. We'd like to thank, uh, of course, the Moto uh, the Moto Museum for helping out and putting this on. Uh, Schmidt Law Firm is uh, come on in the last couple of years is a really big sponsor and. And really helping out, and, and uh, the the lawyer at Schmidt, uh, Ben Schmidt himself, is a motorcycle racer. Uh, they do personal injury stuff, and they deal with uh, motor vehicle accidents, a lot of that. So, if you're a motorcycle rider, even if you're not a motorcycle rider, if you're involved in an accident or something like that, uh, look up Ben Schmidt and Schmidt Law. Um, of course, Four Hands is uh, has been with us since day one. Uh, Ackerman Toyotas come on this year. Uh, they're supporting. They believe in what we're doing. Um, let's see. Uh, there's Trader Bob's tattoo. There's Easy Street tattoo, and there's All Star tattoo. All three of those are kind of owned by the same entity. 
and they've been a supporter since day one as well, uh, Trader Bob's, and then they opened All Star, and then just opened Easy Street. Um, all three of those uh, are are coming on as sponsors. I did mention all three of them, although they're under one umbrella. Um, let's see, Mid USA uh, Motorcycle Parts, uh, Open Road Magazine, Cycle Source Magazine. Uh, who else do we got? Uh, Northwestern Mutual Financial uh, Advisors. Um, they come on. Uh, they believe in what we're doing here locally. So I'm blessed to have uh, support of the community and uh, the people around me here yeah. that, that believe in what we're doing and what we're trying to achieve. Yeah, kudos on all those relationships and those sponsorships. And an extra special thank you, not just for it's great for you to put this on with them, but for the people that get to attend. You've kept the tickets affordable, accessible, and it makes it easy for you to go. So I'd, definitely a big thanks. I'd love to make it free someday. We're working yes, on that. Yes, that's always – like we had our first big event last year that we want to do every year and it was ticketed and its ultimate goal is free free like free i just yes. want people to show up so good for you that's great people appreciate that yeah we we applaud you thank you all right well this <laughs> is february 10th and 11th it's a saturday and sunday saturday's 11 to 7 sunday's 11 to 4 it's in st louis the moto museum right tickets are 12 50 10 bucks cash 10 bucks cash oh, at yeah. the door. At the door. You're coming, with, you're coming to the door with cash is right. what you want. But you take you take anything else? Yeah. Uh, we, take take a, we take a card, but there's a little added, added extra charge for the card for the for the transaction stuff. Well, applaud you on it's the event. St- it's still cheaper than a Big Mac uh, Happy Meal. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm getting at. This uh, is an affordable <laughs> yeah. event. This is happening in your neighborhood. Right. February is that's – a, that's the a weekend of the Super Bowl, yes. right? What's that? Some would, right. say, some would say the biggest event of the weekend, but I disagree. Yeah, I, right. Especially locally. Like, if you're definitely not worried about the Super Bowl, you got to be at the that, Cycle Showcase. That's the reason. Well, I mean, and you still got Saturday. Yeah, yes. Sunday at it's 4. Done. It's it's done before the Oh, the yeah, Super you can Bowl. do both. You, you do can, both. Yeah. You, if you could, you could, I suppose. That's why I, that's why I do it this weekend. Yeah. Especially in St. Louis. Is a big, yeah, people are out. Especially, right, especially post-Rams. There you go. People like need something to do so they don't get too upset. This too is what upset, this right. is it. You cranky. Yeah, right. You're, so, you, right. you sound like you're um, maybe like us. We got the battle. Uh, I'm, I'm a cock. Oh yeah, yeah. Battle hawks. We got them. Yeah. These guys it's, are these are big footballers coming up. Big it's footballers up. here. I loved. I yeah. I love football. It was just so disenchanted with what happened with what, oh, what yeah. went down with the NFL and Crockett. Real bad. Well, let's so end on that note. No, uh, so move into our last section. We call coming up. Randy, thanks so much for coming to the studio. Ah, it's a pleasure. Hope it's been easy and Absolutely. fun. You know, talking about stuff you like to do. We talked about the showcase, and we'll be plugging that big time. Uh, some of us from the show will see you there. We're so excited, and that's where we kind of do like uh, you know plugs for everything else too. Like anything else you got going on that's fun. This is kind of the miscellaneous hour of things in the future you're looking forward to. Anything uh, you want to plug that is pageant related, cycle related, Randy related. Um, let's see. After this, I'm gonna sleep. <laughs> yes, this is your big event. This is the big one. Um, You're in I'm, it right I'm, now. I'm working on a couple of cycle showcases that are out of town in the summer. Um, maybe we'll talk about that in the spring or something like that if, when it all solidifies. I'd... Coming together, other places. Yes. Um, I started. To, I did one in North Carolina uh, the last couple of years, and it's it was kind of cycle showcase light. It wasn't the full-on production like I do here. Um, and then this last fall, uh, down in Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri, 
Uh, they have Bike Fest down there, and I did a small version of Cycle Showcase down there, uh, kind of an abbreviated version of it down there. Um, but we got some big stuff coming up in uh, in 2024. 24. Yeah, that's what year this is. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, very cool. We got some big stuff coming up this year that uh, has been in the works for, for quite a while, and uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. But uh, after Cycle Showcase, I'm going to sleep until, and let me back up. Um, the end of February celebration day at the pageant. Oh, oh, I, w- I went to that last year oh, too. Yes. Oh, first time it was great. Celebration yeah. day at the pageant. So good. Celebration what, day when's is, this? I can actually pull it up. This is, uh, I believe it's, is it February? Around the end of February, something like that. Uh, celebration day is a couple of members from El Monstero. And yeah, here we go. A tribute to Led Zeppelin. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, Saturday, February 24th, one month from today. There you go. Okay. All right, that's great. And uh, I mean, I, I didn't I, I didn't know, like, it's almost like since you work at the pageant, it's like I don't want to ask you about work. <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> no, what right. else is happening at the pageant? Right. Like, what, what else can you tell us about? I mean, we could look right at their calendar. That is, that is so much fun. Um, Dude, I, you work I, at one of the coolest places in town. Yeah. Well, a- a- yeah. Anything that those guys are involved in. I'm I'm down. Last year I went to the Hard Promises as yeah. well. Another Jimmy Griffin. Another Gr- like Jimmy man, Griffin. that's a guy you ought to have. Yeah, on. we need yeah. to get Jimmy Griffin in well, here. Well, Jimmy Griffin was the guitar player in the very first band I went on tour with. Oh, nice. King of the Hill with Frankie. Oh, nice. Man, yeah. J- Jimmy is just, he's just so great. He's a monster. Like he just does it all. Right. I it's it's hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is uh, we're in January of 2024, and we said in uh, our episode with Steve Ewing toward the end of 2023 that we want to help people know when music's happening. Like, sure, this is exactly this is what we're here to do. I mean, We the Kings is coming January 27th. Uh, Tim Dillon February 2nd. R- Railroad Earth February 2nd. Bad Fish on the third. Treaty Oak Revival on February 3rd. Ma- just to name a few, Magic City Hippies, Red Knot the- Chili Peppers. I love it. Oh, is that a is that a tribute band yeah. or something? Red Knot yeah. Chili Peppers Red on Chili. February eighth. That's at Del Mar Hall. <laughs> this is a pageant and Del Mar Hall. And then here's your uh, 2024 Cycle Showcase St. Louis meet and greet the yes. the Builders pre party at Del Mar Hall on February 9th. Yep. And is that anybody can go? Anybody can go. Open to the public. Over, well, if you're over 21. Free and free to go? Free to go, cool. yeah. You're just hanging out. Buy your drinks at the bar, hang out. Get your forehands at the bar, hang out, uh, meet some really cool people. Uh, I got a local um, uh, one, uh, one-man one band called Big in Japan. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's going uh, to be keep, it'll keep the mood light. Guys, and, that's uh, a free show for you yeah. on February 9th. If, if nothing else, go to this free yeah. show. We're going to unveil a can, and it's just going to be a party. I get all these guys come in from out of town, and they're like, what do we do on Friday night after we're done setting up? And I'm like, well, all right, well, let's just do a little party. And uh, I know the people at Delmar Hall, and they say, yeah, we're open. Okay, there we go. All right. Good for you um, guys. Keep that a tradition. That's great. Yeah, yeah we try to. I think that's, I'm going to stop by that one. You yeah, you're. Yeah. I, I, all, I see all of us looking. All of, like, yeah. Yeah. eyes perk up on music and drinks <laughs> and good times. All right, let's do final thoughts and round table. Anything else for Randy or anything else? Let's start with you, Scotty Scoop. Man, this was great. Uh, I'm genuinely excited to go see this. Yeah, I don't. Know Are you going? Of, I'm. I'm gonna go. You're going. Yeah. Wow. All for right. sure. He's this decided. Yeah. yeah. I'm, hey, we're we're there. We're there. Hey. Cycle Showcase St. Louis Mostly Superheroes uh, 2024. I, I love I don't know a lot about motorcycles, you but I do to. I do love artwork. I've yeah. been to a few motorcycle shows. Scotty's turning um, into our field correspondent. We send him to yeah. all the events. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just a, a funny story. I went to one with Ben and 
2006 or seven at uh, a place in Kansas City. And the day before, you know, we were there for work. The day before, I shaved my beard into like a handlebar mustache. And Ben is the motorcycle rider. I don't know anything. Never ridden a motorcycle. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many people, when I was walking around, just asked me, hey, what kind of bike you got, man? Uh, Chrysler Seabreeze. Just say a hog. Yeah, a, like a, a real hog. Yeah, hog. What, what, what can you get away with? <laughs> right. there, was, there was, you know, some scantily clad ladies there taking photos with bikes with people. And I was like, hey, let me get a photo. And they were... <laughs> They were like, yeah, get in here, get a photo. And they took my photo, and my friend Ben was like, hey, let me get a photo. And they were like, yeah, $10. <laughs> you don't look anything like a motorcycle rider. That's great. Ouch. Man, yeah. That's, All right, you're uh, going. Yeah, you I'm and going. Ben. For sure, yeah. You ben, and Ben, for sure. sounds like. All right, Giggler? I'm going to be out of town. I got bad news. Oh, that's but all right. I will. I hope you guys take some good pics. I will take some I pictures. Would love, I, I will would take a lot them. of pictures. After hearing Randy explain what this event is, I'm – 10 times more intrigued than I was before this, in which it was still a lot. So, a non-motorcycle yeah. guy, yes. you're like, this is I'm, it. And this yeah. is the episode. So now, Randy, you got right. somewhere. You mentioned like you're kind of new to podcasts. Yep. Well, you know, you send people to MostlySuperheroes.com. This episode will be up very quickly, and they can learn all about it. I'm so thankful you didn't make me dress up like a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we like to ask what you. What Julie said, you're going on uh, Mostly Superheroes. I was like, uh... Do don't, don't forget your cake. <laughs> Just mostly. Don't worry. Yeah, we usually have wiggle room. I usually ask like two questions. One of them is, what was your expectation coming on the podcast? Right. Did you think it was gonna? You just you didn't know. It no. was mostly superheroes. No. Yeah, it's a it's a more. It's not what you think is what we say for right. sure. It's a, it's more. It's kind of like a quadruple entendre at this point. Okay. You know, like the the stuff that we watch was mostly superheroes, but. Like we try to be mostly superheroes. The people that we bring bring in here, you know, you're an inspirational guy. Just to let you know, like we see the work that you're doing. We see the the, the longevity of working at the pageant and and ten years of of roading with bands. Like uh, your, your commitment to the things that you love and where you were drawn to is really cool. Um, what advice would you give to someone out there that's trying to figure their stuff out? You know, if you have two minutes to give someone advice, like you don't know if you're going to see them again, and they're like, man, I'm kind of down on my luck. I'm trying to figure out my life. Um, looks like Randy's kind of doing a good job at the pageant and putting on the cycle showcase. What advice would you give to a person that asked you for it? Oh, Lord. I, I used to say stay in school, but I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, I feel like you have some age, some ancient like wisdom in that brain. I well, can see it. Like you've seen I've, some shit, man. I've come. I've come to the realization that uh, if you really are not totally passionate about it, that it's, it's just going to drive you down in the dirt. And I try to do. I, I tell people I still don't know what I'm going to do when I grow up, and I'm 56. And uh, <laughs> I, yeah, and it, I, I, I attribute all that to just I've, I've somehow just been passionate enough about everything that I've gotten into that it's driven me into uh, into trying to, to make a career of it. And uh, I've been very fortunate and very lucky that I've been able to do that. But, um, yeah, just follow your passion, man. It's, uh, yeah, that's you know, it. If you're not passionate about it. If you're it. not passionate about it, you're just going to, yeah, you dread going, you dread waking up every morning. Yeah, and I think you can notice, like, for, like, uh, you know, when you're dreading something regularly – like it's time to maybe find something you're more passionate about. Sure. It's you know, and and Steve Ewing said it when he was here. A lot, Kevin Limp said it. You know, just lean in that direction. Like sure. you, you felt that calling on certain ways, and I mean, you did the scariest thing for which every person goes through is just like kind of taking the plunge and like taking a leap of faith and saying, "I'm gonna go try this." Yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw this in a book. Right. And I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I like I was talking about earlier. I was, uh, 
I, I quit college and I, I started doing sound and bars for local bands at 18, 19. And my grandfather, my family found out and they freaked out. And they're like, you quit school? And it was, uh, this was, you, you were, you're so good at this. And, you're just, and I was like, this is, I really like doing sound. I like doing this. And my grandfather uh, came up uh, at Christmas time and he says, uh, what's this I hear you, uh, I hear you quit college. I said, yeah, Grandpa, I'm, 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 I'm doing sound. And he's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> doing sound. You know, you're doing sound. That's what the How kids are calling it these sounds? days. <laughs> and I was like, well, I, you know, I kind of, I briefly explained it to him. You know, I kind of adjust the sound and try to make it sound good. And he says, can you make a living? I said, I'm paying the bills. I'm making 40 bucks a night or something, whatever it was at the time. And are we can cuss on this podcast. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. He says your grandmother and your your mother and your grandmother are really upset. Fuck them. He says <laughs> he goes. I walked the timber for forty years and I hated every goddamn step of it. If you're happy and you can make a living, you go do that and do it great. Oh man, and there you go. That's the sound yeah. bite right there. That's the sound bite. That's yeah. the trailer for the whole episode. Yeah. And then he passed away three months later. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm like, really... way to bring that down. <laughs> so, but he, he, but, he but instilled he, on you a life lesson. On, he instilled that, and I, and I carry with that all the time. Like, if I'm not happy, I'm out of here. You yeah. Know, if this doesn't make me happy, uh, you know, there is a there is a point where you have to be responsible and, and pay mm, bills and for things sure. like this. But, uh, yeah, follow your, follow your dreams. Follow what makes you happy, and you won't regret getting up every day. Yeah, I think you, even with the stuff that you're not passionate about, maybe that is getting you down, requires hard work and management. All right, on the other side of the coin, if you want something that's passionate, I think a lot of people think like, "Oh, I'll just I don't I won't have to work," or "It's it's going to be so easy and fun." Yeah, it will be easy and fun, but the hard work part doesn't go away. Yeah. You, you think it's it's uh, to get fifty plus pieces and artists and people from across the country into one place, you know that there's hard work, even though you're passionate about it's it. It's hard work, but if you're passionate about it, it doesn't bother you. It's not the same at all. And you don't dread it. It's not like digging a ditch. Yeah. You're you're waking up ready to get into it. Right. Right. And do fun podcast interviews like and this. Do hopefully. Fun things like this and Hell hang yeah. out with cool dudes and and drink four hands beer. Hell yeah. Cheers one more time. Cheers Randy Nolge, thanks for being That's here. Right Scotty there. Scoop, The Giggler, I'm Logan. Cheers to Four Hands for the beers for sure. We thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mostly Superheroes from all of us here. We have a lot more coming up in 2024. A lot of remote episodes, some right here in the studio, TV and film, but also going to be talking to Kevin Limp about Voltron some more. We got uh, a booked appointment at Apotheosis Comics on Grand. We're going to be there next month. Month after that, we're going to be at the Royale with Stephen F. Smith off King's Highway. We got all sorts. And Steve Ewing and I messaged today. He's coming back on the pod to nice. talk about some music. Randy, would yep. you come back? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe, what, what else are you into? It's music, art, beer. I mean, those uh, are some big categories. We, we, we could talk yeah. about that kind of stuff with you all day. Anything we else we could talk about? Uh, Anything else you get see. into? That's kind of like what the that's, pot is. That pretty much eats up most of my days and nights. Well, we'll yeah. have you back to get into it. We can, we can. I got stories. All right. We'll see you next time on Mostly Superheroes. Take it easy.